You're listening to Hey Bitches Podcast, episode 61. Hey bitches. What is up, you guys? It's your girl Carly. Welcome back to Hey Bitches Podcast. Hope you guys are having an incredible day. I'm very excited to sit down and chit chat with you guys today. I feel like I say that in every single episode, and I'm sorry if it's getting a little bit annoying, but I feel like I just sit down and I just want to share things with you guys that like are exciting for me and things that I want to like learn about and things I think you guys would also be interested in. So I'm sorry if it's getting a little bit annoying. But uh, yeah, um, I'm excited to talk to you guys about this episode today. I'm sure you guys have already seen the title and you guys know what we're talking about today, but today we are talking about new moons. At the time of recording this, there is a full moon literally happening tomorrow, the next day. However, I I didn't think it would be beneficial for me to record an episode on full moons if you guys are just going to miss the full moon and have to wait a whole nother month to do it. So instead, I wanted to talk about new moons and all that kind of stuff because the new moon doesn't happen for another probably about two and a half weeks. So you have some time to like, you know, have this education, sit with it, you know, kind of just understand it and and make the choice if you want to do that or not. Totally up to you. But I am very excited to talk about it today. So recently, if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen I've been like, you know, kind of witchy lately and not even to like, <laughs> not even to say like I'm like calling myself a witch or doing any of these things. I've just been really into manifestation, spirituality, like just kind of trusting in the universe and putting my energy into things that I want to see happen that I for sure can say have manifested into my life, which is really cool. And I'm having a great time. And so I kind of just wanted to share with you guys what is what I've been doing, what's been working for me, all this kind of stuff. Before we kind of get into it, I should say that the last time that I did this, like a new moon type of situation, it literally was very spur of the moment. I don't even remember what sparked it, but I literally was like, okay, I'm going to do a new moon ritual. And at this point, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing, but I was like, I need to do it. Like something was really calling me to do it. And I think it's because the last new moon was new moon in Capricorn. So if you guys don't know, I'm a Cancer. So in my chart, my big three are I'm a Cancer sun, a Gemini moon, and a Libra rising, which I mean, if you now know that, you probably can really understand me as a person. But because I'm a Cancer, my opposing sign is Capricorn. For some reason, I was so drawn to doing this new moon ritual when it was new moon in Capricorn. Now, on the other hand, like I mentioned earlier about full moons, the next full moon, so the one that I just, you know, kind of quote unquote celebrated was full moon in cancer. Now, also, I just need to say that this year is double full moon in cancer. So we had two full moons in cancer back to back. Now that only happens once a year and it's a different sign every year. So last year could have been like new moon in Taurus or new moon in Scorpio or something like that. I'm honestly not sure because like I said, I just got into this, but Every year there is a double new moon back to back in a certain sign. So this like period, it was just, I guess, really (laughs) drawing to me. Like the universe was like, hey, bitch, like you better fucking do this. So I did it because Capricorn, like I said, is the opposing sign of cancer. And then we had two consecutive um, full moons in cancer. And so I was like, okay, well, I guess that this is, you know, something that I'm going to get into. So like I was saying, if you follow me on Instagram, you guys would know that I've very much so been into moons and its energy and all this kind of stuff. And so if you guys also don't really know much about astrology and you're just kind of listening to this and you're like, oh, like I don't fucking know what the significance of the moon is. 
the moon is kind of our planet of like emotions and all that kind of stuff. But what's really, you know, on brand for me and why I feel really connected to moons and like the moon cycle and rituals around it in general is because my planet, so every single zodiac sign has a planet that it's ruled by. So Cancer's planet is the moon. We've got double new moons in Cancer. Cancer is ruled by the moon, all this kind of stuff. So I was like, you know what? I just need to get into it. I just need to get into it. So I was like, okay, fuck it. Like we're doing this moon shit. So now here we are. You might be wondering, Carly, when the fuck is the new moon? Like, what's the tea? What's going on? So something I just want to mention really quick first is I actually really like to use this app called literally The Moon. It's on the app store. It's called The Moon, and it literally just shows you the cycles of the moon for the month. It will also take your geolocation, and it will tell you the time where the moon is you know, up or when it is the biggest moon rise or when the, the full moon is actually at 100% full moon capacity type of thing. So I really, really recommend it if you want to track the moon cycles, but it's called the moon. And so the new moon this month in August is actually on August 18th. So this moon is in Scorpio, which is you know, if you guys don't know, Scorpio is a water sign. So is Cancer and then so is Pisces. So all of those signs are very emotional. So I've brought it up here and it says that the moon in Scorpio creates the need to delve into your feelings as deep as possible. You desire meaningful emotional exchanges now more than at any other time, even if it's not easy and you are forced to change many things. Shallow relationships do not satisfy you because they are not purifying enough. So that is kind of the tea on, you know, new moon and Scorpio. So it's definitely going to be a very emotionally heavy day or time. It literally could be the time before. It's normally two days before and kind of two days after where you really can feel the effects of said moon if it's new moon or full moon. So it, you, if you're like suddenly super emotional, you don't know what's going on, it could be the moon, especially if you are kind of more sensitive and especially if you're like a water sign and if you're a fellow cancer and you are really affected by the moon. It should be kind of crazy because like I said before, then the moon is also the planet of emotions. So, you know, you pile on Scorpio on top of that, which is the most it is the emotional water sign, like the tip top of the emotions. So it's we're definitely going to be going through it a little bit. So I thought I would kind of talk to you guys about what new moons actually, what you do with a new moon ritual. So this is what I do. The first thing that I do, what I really like to do, new moons are about letting go. I don't really know if I mentioned that before, but new moons are about getting rid of what no longer serves you. So habits you want to let go, people that you want to detach from your life, like things that really have been weighing you down over the past month, because I'm sure I've probably said it, but there's new moon cycles every single month. So maybe it's something that's been festering for a long time and it just feels like now is the right time to really just let it go and let it be and let it exit from your life gracefully. That could be something that just happens to feel right that month and that's something you can get rid of in the full moon or the new moon. That is kind of the energy that new moons have. They're letting go, they're setting your goals and intentions for your new best self type of thing. And then a full moon is about manifesting, it's about change, it's about what will happen next type of thing. It's more positive, it's about 
you know, fulfilling your goals. So getting back to the new moon and my ritual around it, this is kind of what I do. So the first thing that I like to do is create like a sacred space. So for me, this means, you know, clean my room, like change my sheets, all this kind of stuff. Make it a place where it feels brand new to you. Like you feel like you're going kind of through a rebirth. And I know that might sound like silly, like, oh, like just clean your house and like change your sheets. But when you think about it, like when you change your sheets, when you do all this kind of stuff, it is basically brand new. You've gone, you've washed it, you have gotten rid of the old quote unquote and brought in the new, which is the clean, pure version of whatever you were sleeping on. Same thing kind of goes with like tidying your room and all that kind of stuff. You want to make your space feel open and inviting and just good. And so that is what I really like to do. Around this time too, it kind of depends on where my candle stock is at because I definitely do have a lot of candles already. Last new moon, I did not. So I went out, I bought some new candles kind of to reflect a new situation in my life as well, like new scents, new blah, 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 because I only up until recently had like fall and winter scented candles versus like summer ones, which I mean, like I said before, is not necessarily, you know, something that you need for a ritual, but it's what I like to do to kind of make the, the space feel new and refreshed. A lot of people say you can also bring in like flowers and stuff like that, something that's living and breathing and fresh and new to literally freshen up your space. So that is something that you can also do. I generally don't because I'm finding I have a bad habit of killing flowers lately. So I'm kind of just like not in the in the purchasing of flowers mood right now. So this is a step that I will definitely be skipping, but that is the first kind of step in the whole my whole new moon ritual situation. The next step, so we went from like sacred space and now we're cleansing this space. So like I said earlier, we cleaned it, we made it brand new, we made it just this like perfect little sanctuary of the new person that we want to become. But the thing is, is you know, a lot of energy and just like bad things could still be lingering in your personal spaces and also in like your physical body. So what I like to do is a few things. So you can burn incense, Palo Santo, sage, whatever. I actually, last time I did this, I had somebody reach out to me and tell me that if you don't buy sage from like indigenous types of cultures, you actually can be doing more harm than good. For me personally, I haven't found a good alternative, so I probably won't be burning sage this time around, but some really good other options are Palo Santo or incense. From my understanding, I don't think you have to buy that from anybody special, but please do your own research. Don't quote me on it. Like I said, I am not an expert, okay? But you can burn incense, you can sage if you have the right sage, you can you know, do some Palo Santo, whatever. If you're not into cleansing in that type of situation, what you can do is just open the windows. I find a lot of people don't open their windows and I'm in just such a phase. And I have been for the past probably two months where I have to have my windows open. Like I need the fresh air in my spaces. Like I need my bedroom window open. I need my bathroom, my office, all this kind of stuff. I need to be able to feel the air and like breathe the fresh air into my lungs. Something that you could do if you know you're not into the whole cleansing situation is just open your windows and maybe you also spray your room spray and whatever. You just make it 
different. You cleanse it. You give it this like space to breathe basically. So opening the windows is such a good vibe when you are, you know, getting ready for your new moon ritual. Like I said earlier too, not only can your spaces kind of hold that like lingering energy of the person that you maybe don't want to be anymore, obviously your physical body and like your mind, body, spirit, whatever can hold those same types of things. So what I like to do is a ritual bath. And are we surprised? Because I mean, I'm not, I love baths. So what I like to do, this whole ritual bath thing actually starts the night before. So something that you can do, which I mean is optional, but I like to do now is I like to put out just like a little cup of water underneath the moon. And so when the sun sets, I'll put this little cup of water out and I'll leave it charged for like a couple hours. You can leave it overnight, but the thing is, is you want to take it out of outside before the sun rises. And the sun has been rising very early here. So I have just been like charging my little water cup, like, you know, only like an hour in the moonlight because it's, it's, I'm not waking up at 4am to go retrieve my glass of moon water. So that is what I like to do. So you might be like, Carly, what the fuck? (laughs) So moon water, basically the idea behind it is, is the moon like charges this water and you know, you use it for different things. I like to use it for ritual baths. So obviously I'm not putting in like a whole (laughs) bathtub worth of water outside and bringing it back inside. What I will do is on the day of the new moon. So the new moon this time, I think is it like 840 or something like that. So it kind of just depends. I will take the moon water and I will go and I will run my bath and then I will add different things. So I use the lush bubble bars called abracadabra. I'm pretty sure. And it has all of these really, really good ingredients in it. And it's a super cute, like lightning bolt type-esque looking situation, which I think also is just like a cute play on what is happening in regards to the moon and stuff like that. So I will run that, all this kind of stuff. During this bath too, I like to use only like natural types of products, but with the moon water, once I have drawn my bath, I will pour the moon water into it before I get into the bath in hopes that like that will also charge this bath energetically. So that is what I like to do. I will throw in like maybe a bath bomb or like a bubble bar or whatever. Cause the point of the bath is to like cleanse yourself, right? It's to cleanse your energy is to put you in a really good headspace and a really good mindset for you to physically feel good and all this kind of stuff. So you can, you know, be in the best place to sit with yourself and understand and then let go go of everything that you need to let go of. So I have this bath. I will, like I said earlier, I will only use natural products. I like to use this local Edmonton company called Oneness Holistics. I use so many of her products. So during like any moon ritual, I will use only her products, only natural products because I don't want to be putting, I guess, fake things onto my body when I'm trying to release things out of my life. I feel like, I don't know, that 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 just seems like a blockage to me and it's just not something that I want to do. So I do that. I have this whole ritual bath situation. Sometimes I will, like I said, I will incense or sage or whatever. And then if I don't, that's also fine. 
So we created our little sacred space, we are done our cleanse, and then what happens next? So what I actually like to do, this next situation is to set your intentions. So this is kind of like what you want to manifest. However, I really like to get my head clear and then I like to get it in the game. So what I like to do is a meditation. Now this can be just like a normal meditation. Like this can just be a meditation where, you know, it's like a five minute on headspace meditation where you can just clear your mind and you can just get into a good headspace mentally. Or there is tons of YouTube videos of people who do meditations specifically for the moon cycles. They'll normally post them like literally the day before the moon cycle is supposed to happen. But basically it's like a 15 minute meditation. I normally actually do it in the bathtub when I'm just sitting there and just soaking and cleansing myself. I'll do this meditation in regards to whatever moon, whether it's full moon, new moon, whatever, in regards to whatever is happening with that specific moon. I like to do this. Like I said, I like to do a meditation so I can clear my mind of anything that might be weighing me down or anything I'm stressed about. I just want to let it go so it doesn't translate into the things that I want to bring into my life. So that is kind of what I like to do. The second kind of step that I like to do is get into it a little bit more. So this is totally optional, but you guys know if you guys follow me on Instagram as well. I like to do tarot cards about my life. I will pull, do like a full moon or a new moon spread about the specific moon as well. So I just go to Pinterest for that. I type in like new moon and Scorpio tarot spread, and then there'll be just so many options. There's literally options for every single one. Like they will be there. So I will do just a quick tarot spread to kind of just read my energy in the moment just to kind of see what's up where I'm at. And maybe sometimes it reveals things that like I don't even know that I need to let go. Obviously, I'm not like a big tarot person, like in the sense that I know what everything means. So I definitely use Google to like kind of guide myself through that process because I'm a, t- I'm a total beginner. I, I I'm sure you guys like might see me as some type of manifestation, astrology, whatever type of expert, but I am not. I do like to use Google when I do all of my tarot pulls because some cards also I've never seen in my life before and I don't know how to interpret them, but that's getting a little bit off track. So I do a meditation and then I do this tarot pull and it's only normally like maybe four or five cards. It's nothing too big and it kind of just helps me understand. It also is very guiding. Like the tarot pulls will have exact questions. So it makes you kind of just think more about your, your new moon and what you need to actually release and all this kind of stuff. So that is what I like to do. Now, after that, after I have kind of more of an understanding, like I've cleared my mind, I focused my mind. The next thing I do is write down the things that I really want to manifest for that month. This kind of is like a weird thing because I only choose to really manifest one big thing every single month. But of course I have smaller goals that I would like to see in my life, or maybe it's like big long-term goals. And it's just nice to kind of reflect on them every month and be like, okay, this is where I want to be. This is like how I want to see my dream life, all this kind of stuff. So I write down these, these things that I want to achieve. What I also like to do, it kind of depends. I will either write down three things that I want to manifest, or I will write down and script how I want my dream life to look like. So it kind of just depends how I'm feeling in the moment. I've talked about scripting before on a podcast episode. I believe it's episode 27. And then I also talked about scripting on my YouTube channel. So if you guys want to check it out, there is tons of resources that I've personally talked about it. 
to give you a gist of it, scripting basically is you write down your your goals and your dreams, whatever, as if they've already happened to you. So if I'm trying to manifest something specifically, and maybe it's not even a this year goal, maybe it's a five years from now goal, I will write it as if it's happening to me right now. And so I think scripting actually is something that has worked the best for me when it comes to my whole manifestation process. And I really like to do it, but sometimes I do just like to write down just three manifestation goals or whatever that I have. And I do this all on one front page piece of paper. Now I only like to do one page because I will get a little bit more into it, but I make sure that I do not go over one page of paper. So we've done our sacred spaces. We've cleansed. We've set our intentions. We've cleaned our minds. We've done our meditation. We've done our tarot. We've identified the things that we want in our lives and X, Y, Z. So the next thing that we do, we actually move on to letting go. This is where, this is where I actually really enjoy this process because I get really, really honest with myself, especially too, because we just sat through that whole meditation period and, you know, we did the cards and it revealed to us like what we potentially maybe could have had let go this month and stuff that we didn't even know and kind of moved all of this stuff a little bit more towards the surface so we can be a little bit more conscious about what is going on and what we actually do need to address and identify in our lives. At this point, this is where I kind of sit with myself and I'm like, okay, what has been brought to my attention? What is something that I need to let go in in my life right now that is really holding me back and really is a block to what I really want in my life of what I've even written down, whether it was the scripting or the, the just three things I wanted to manifest. What is a block in my life that I need to let go. And like I said before, this is when I get really, really honest with myself. So for example, a new moon, like thing that I let go last time was trying to let go of always needing control in relationships. You know, as much as I was wild last year and having sex all the time and all this kind of stuff and I didn't give a fuck, I actually love love. Like I love love in relationships. I want to have a strong partner. Like I want a partnership. I want this like incredible power couple situation where we are just everybody's biggest fans. Like we're each other's biggest fans. We're our friends' biggest fans. Like we really bounce our energy off of each other and we have a great time. And I want this deep soul soulmate type of connection. However, because I feel like for me, I've only had shitty relationships that I feel like I've gotten to a place where I try to control all of the aspects in hopes that I don't get hurt and it doesn't work because, you know, a lot of the time I won't even allow the relationship to progress to anything because I'm trying to be too nitpicky and controlling over the situation. So something that I wrote down was literally letting go of my need to control things, actively still working on it. It's not something that obviously is an overnight switch. When I do these kind of things, I do get really honest and, and understanding and self-aware. I think self-awareness is such a big key when it comes to personal reflection and growth and so many things. A lot of people lack self-awareness, which is why a lot of people are unhappy, but I could totally just get into that on a completely different tangent and we're not going to do that, but I just wanted to give you an example of some of the things that I had written down for my last new moon ritual because like I said, getting honest and getting intentional about what you need to let go to become the best version of yourself 
is really, really, really important. So at this point, I like to just write down everything. Maybe I only have one thing. Maybe I have 50,000 things. I don't know. But the thing is, is I also like to only write this down on one page. Sometimes I like to go in depth. So with my control and relationships, I did kind of go in depth about that and identified things I really needed to change on a personal level. However, there could just be things like I want to, you know, stop not waking up to my first alarm or something like that. Something that is small habits, but are negative and detrimental in the long run to my goals. But It doesn't have to be like super, super in-depth or deep. It could just be things that you want to let go. It could be people you want to let go and connections you want to sever. And maybe you've been following the same girl since high school and you hate all her shit. And the only reason that you've followed her still is because you guys have followed each other for so long. Like maybe maybe you just need the courage to just press the unfollow button. Like, I mean, it literally could mean anything. So don't ever feel like you also are letting go of silly things that obviously if you're writing it down, it's important to you. So just be 100% open and honest about everything that you are writing down to release. Now moving on, this is kind of my favorite part. So the reason that I get you or that I like to write down my manifestations on the front and the things that I need to release on the back is because we are burning this piece of paper. What I like to do is write at the new moon. So like I said before, that app, the moon, it will tell you exactly the time that the full moon or the new moon is. So you can make sure that you're doing it right exactly when it's like the most powerful What I like to do for this is so I will rip the page out of whatever notebook that I'm using. I kind of have one notebook that I use for new moon and full moon scripting and ritual stuff, but I don't really think it's like that important to have a dedicated notebook or anything like that, which is surprising coming from me because I normally have dedicated notebooks for literally everything, but I just don't think that it is like that deep and you need to go that niche and specific on it. What I like to do is rip it out of the notebook and then I go outside. I like to bring just like a ceramic or a metal bowl with me because I don't want to be like just burning things on my back deck. What I like to do, go outside with my lighter, my piece of paper, my metal bowl, XYZ, and I'm under the new moon. This is the point where I also do kind of like a new moon incantation or chant or whatever, if you will. This is normally actually just like affirmations kind of. So it's just speaking about like, I am releasing things that are no longer serving me in my life and I am allowing better things to flow into my life and X, Y, Z. Like I said, also Pinterest is your number one best friend for this. This is kind of where I found my new moon incantation, ritual chanting, whatever type of thing. That is where I found it. So I like to just read that out because I'm a very big believer in the power of the voice. I think that if you speak it into existence, it definitely has more of an impact if you just think about it. So I like to use my voice and I like to read this stuff out loud and I like to like just read this little incantation because it really solidifies that I'm getting rid of these things in my life. Now, I don't read the back half. So the back half is things that I'm wanting to let go. After this like chant, I don't read the back half, but I do read the front half. So the front half, if you guys forgot, the front half is the manifestations and also you could have done scripting or either or whatever. 
I read the front half out loud. Now, if you're scripting, you literally are reading it as if it already happened, right? So it's like a journal entry and you're like, today this happened and this was my dream life and blah, 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 blah. And like, you're literally just speaking about your goals, but you're speaking them into the universe, which I think is really powerful. And then if you are doing the manifestation route, you are just talking into the universe the things that you want to achieve and you're really letting it go under the most powerful energy, which is the moon. So that is really what I like to do is is read only the affirmation side because I don't want to read out negative things into the universe, which are the things that I want to let go. So after that is done, after I'm done all of that, that is when I will put my piece of paper in this bowl and I will light it on fire. And the thing that I like about lighting it on fire is it literally is a physical representation of letting these things go in your life. Now, I like to sit there. Sometimes you have to relight it. Sometimes you blah, blah, blah. I like to sit there with this fire until everything is gone. And while things are burning and and getting rid of things and all this kind of stuff, I like to visualize it as if that type of thing is leaving my life. Like, I, I watch it as it disintegrates and all of the things that I wrote down, I like to think that they are exiting my life. Like maybe you have this person that you wrote about that you want to, you want them out of your life. Like you don't want to have, maybe they're like an emotional vampire and you just can no longer take all of their just like emotional energy sucking that they're doing to you. I like to visualize if that's something that I'm struggling with. I like to visualize that person literally walking out of my life, like saying goodbye, making their peace and no longer speaking to them again. Because I also think vis- visualization is is a really good tool. So that is what I like to do while it burns because I think it kind of solidifies the fact deep down in your subconscious mind as well that you are letting it go and you are moving forward versus you're just thinking about getting rid of these things but you're not doing any type of like whatever action. Like that is what I like to do in regards to when it is burning. So after it's done burning, then that's the that on that. You're probably going to be left with like some ashes or whatever. What you can do is sprinkle those onto the earth or wherever you are. I normally just throw them into the garbage because at the end of the day, that negative stuff belongs in the garbage. So, I mean, that's not really symbolic, but it just does. So I throw my ashes into the garbage, whatever. And then I just have like a good night's sleep. I like to drink some water, be hydrated, maybe do like a sleep meditation, whatever. But I just like to sit in the feeling of relief and the feeling that my weights that I've let go for this month has been lifted off of my shoulder. You know, maybe I sit in bed and I smile and I envision my perfect dream life and blah, blah, blah. And I just like, you know, I give myself the grace to feel really good about what is yet to come. And I, I hope that by doing that, it raises my vibration and brings me really good positive things into my life. That is kind of the end of my new moon ritual. I don't do much the next two days. Like I said before, it does kind of carry out like two days before it's the moon and then two days after you kind of still have that same type of energy. But I find if I just do it on the night of the new moon, then it doesn't really matter. Like I don't have to do anything super crazy, anything else really. So that is kind of what I like to do for the new moon ritual. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, this is something I'm totally getting into, which is brand, brand new. So if you guys have any 
tips or tricks for for new moon rituals that you guys would like to share, make sure you slide in my DMs at Hey Bitches Podcast. I would love to just share any of your resources or your tips or your tricks because a lot of you guys, like I said, have been asking me about this type of thing. And like I said, this is a brand new journey for me. It's something that I've only done like twice, but I wanted to share it with you guys because you guys did have some questions about it. So I really hope you guys enjoyed learning about my new moon ritual and I really hope you guys can adapt it and you guys can change it and you can make it your own so you can thrive and you can feel the best about becoming the best version of yourself that you absolutely could be. That is it for today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to screenshot this episode and share it over on Instagram and tag me at Hey Bitches Podcast. I would absolutely love to chat shit with you guys in the DMs about today's episode. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are an Apple Podcast listener, make sure you give the podcast a five-star rating and review. It really, really does help me out and I would really appreciate it. I love you guys so much. I hope you guys have an incredible day. And for now... Bye, bitch.